Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome to Sports Day. It is a Thursday night. Gary Belcher, Jason Matthews in the Sports Day studio. Gee, not a lot going on really in the sports world. Gary Belcher, how are you feeling, mate? How many times today have you and all of our listeners Googled Djokovic news? Well, I'm all waiting. I'm all over uh, Twitter because if it's if it's true, it's always on Twitter first. Right, and what have they told us, Woogs? Uh, not much. It's just a lot of angry people on there today right. whinging about all can, sorts of things. So, Can you ask them about my test results? Yeah. Can they let me know earlier than 72 hours that they're saying it'll be? Can I say you sound good and look good, right? I can, we can see each yeah, other on, on Skype. That's not a, that's not a compliment yeah, coming from me. I but, put the makeup on. Well, it's also good, though, that you're not wearing a... Um, a singlet again. That was probably the most offensive thing I've seen in my life. But anyway, nothing. Really? Nothing. And I on... saw sh- you didn't look at that video of yourself on the boat. <laughs> that was scary. That was. Where was Shirt that on a boat? Off. Oh, that the a dancing boat? video. Yeah. Hey, when I rang Jared Wallace the other night, he goes, "Oh, mate, I saw the photo of you laying by the pool in Cairns. How did he get that? Yeah. How did he get it? How did he get? You didn't that? send it to me. So how would he? I would have. I didn't even got it. It was one Scott. Scott Sattler. No, it was in a magazine. <laughs> hey, welcome to the show. It is a big one tonight. Uh, of course, we're on uh, Joker Watch, waiting to see whether uh, Novak Djokovic will be will have his um, visa torn up. Um, but he could be in a lot of trouble, not just in oh. Australia now. Uh, could be in trouble in his home country and Spain badge. I see that they're, oh, they're investigating him and what he's been doing. I reckon he's just going to go, look, you know what? I didn't want to play in this. I'm just going to go home, jump on a plane tomorrow and say, look, I was only joking. Sorry, everyone. Mm. Um, well, no, here's the not. joker. But The joker. Uh, yeah. In, in back, well, even back in Serbia, the, the prime minister, whatever he is, he's, he's been backing him, but he's saying, oh, look, this does look a bit uh, dodgy. Mm. What was that? What I think the prime minister is a female in Serbia. Well, I think you Google that. Well, it wasn't her then. Well, you Google that. I'm not too sure, actually. My Serbian okay. politics aren't up to aren't up to scratch at the moment. So whilst you do that, uh, Ooh, the draw okay. for the Australian Open was released this afternoon. And, of course, Twitter was a meltdown because it was delayed by an hour. So what? thinking they're going to find out about uh, Novak Djokovic, but no, still no answer uh, from the immigration minister yet. And then ScoMo had a press conference this afternoon. Uh, and then everyone was going, right, here it comes. Here it comes. ScoMo is going to deliver the goods and nothing. So we sit here and wait. Uh, but look, Badge, we've all heard the rumours around today that uh, the Australian government's in no hurry. 
And um, if the, if they if they do tear up his visa, we're hearing that uh, Djokovic will fight it. But that means he'll miss the Australian Open if he fights it. So, yep. And if he fights it, he then faces a ban of up to three years to come back to the country. So, yep. yeah, interesting. Uh, female it's a or male? tangled web, isn't it? Male or female Serbian prime minister? Uh, female Anna someone. What do you think of the whole Djokovic thing still? I never thought we'd still be talking about it come Thursday afternoon. When did he fly in? Was it last Thursday? Uh, it was. Monday. Oh, Sunday. Oh, was it last Thursday? Yeah, whatever it was. Yeah. Well, maybe it was Sunday. I, I'm not yeah. sure. I can't remember. But it's still going on. Now, it was late in the week because they had right across the weekend until late. That's right. He was in detention. Monday. Yeah. That's right. He was in, it, was, it was last Thursday night. I remember that now. Yeah. We were waiting to find out what was going to happen. And we're still waiting. But anyway, at this mm. moment, he's still free to, to be in the country. And again, Let's instead talk about world number one. Yeah. Ash Barty. But can I just one. say one more the thing, though? One. Have you seen yeah. the meme going around on social media, Badge? Uh, that you know the answer to that. No, okay, well, I won't bother then. It's about Djokovic, the only person wanting to stay in Victoria. That's very good. It's cruel, but you know I'm not seeing anything on social media. No, sorry about that. I'll send it to you by yeah. post. Mm, if you could. But what about Ash? Uh, she, uh, well, the draw did come out eventually, and uh, she's got a pretty good draw early. But uh, she could meet. Naomi Osaka in round four. So a lot of people are hoping they might um, make it right through to the you know the final four, final two. Mm. But the draw has them clashing in round four if they win their first three. So that'll be uh, that'll be quite interesting. That, that's where it would get very difficult for her. Well, Gary, you know, you've played mm. sport at the highest level. To be the best, you've got to beat the best. Yeah, but you don't want to meet the best early and get bundled out. And that's why they don't have the top seeds all playing each other early, do they? No. They want they want them to, to be around right at the end. Uh, Usman Khawaja, great day for him. Uh, he's kept his spot in the Australian cricket yes. side. He will partner Dave Warner. And Dave Warner said today at a press conference, I haven't got the audio, but he said it'll be a dream come true if he gets to open the batting with Usman Khawaja. Did they open the bowling in under sevens or something like that? There's some story yeah. going around that. Yeah. Um, he, he, I reckon he deserves it. I know we've all been debating it this week, and I did sense a lot of support from our listeners for Uzi, and uh, that's the way it's gone. Travis Head slotting straight back into number five, so Marcus Harris has to, uh, you know, he, he left the door slightly ajar, Woogie. He did. And Uzi came with his bat and a sledgehammer and everything else he had. He sized 12 boots, and he just kicked it in. And went, you just got to pick me again. So it's it's fantastic. It it, yeah. it is great. And you know, I, I think Marcus Harris will still be there heading to Pakistan. I think they he's got a long term future. That's what they want. Yeah. If he can if he can improve on his um on his output with the bat after his fourteen tests, I think his average is twenty five or something. Not just not quite good enough to to keep his spot. Badge, a couple of questions I want to throw out to our listeners, our very smart listeners on 0457 736 736 around the cricket. Again, don't forget to tell us your name, uh, how you're listening and, and what you're up to as well if you want to. Um, first of all, will Justin Langer hold his spot as Australian coach after this test? This could possibly be his last test. And we'll talk to Adam Collins uh, about that as well. Mm. Um, and with regards to Marcus Harris now, is this... Is uh, is this was that his last chance? No. Well, you got no, will just be- saying he'll be going to Pakistan. Yeah, no doubt he will be, but he may not be opening now. That yeah, he, our two openers are thirty-five, Woogie. 
Yeah, but Will Bukowski's starting to come back now. He's starting to play cricket. Maybe okay. they just need someone there for the next year so Will Bukowski can get some runs, get some time out in the middle and work his way back into the Australian test team. It's Even just if a- he has to wait a few years, I don't think Marcus Harris is there. The I, guy. I purposely think No, no, I don't think he's, he's finished. I mean, really? Kawaja and Warner, are they going to go for another five years? They're both 40. Very unlikely they'll both still be there in five years. Might be a couple of years, but you know, if Davey Warner gets to 39 I'd, and still going strong, um, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't bet on both of them being there. So maybe Harris has to bide his time for do a we, while in, in, in Shield cricket, county cricket again. Do, do, do we have to stop worrying about the future and just worry about picking the best team for the, for the conditions? Well, that's what they've done. And it's They've worked well, here. right? They picked Uzi. Well, They've they picked who's Harris. The who's the player in form at the moment after we gave him an opportunity? And, and Marcus Harris had three tests and didn't quite nail it. But so uh, pick the best players available but, right now. Who's in sublime form? But that wasn't, wasn't, the, that wasn't the case at the start of the season. Yeah, and I just said he had, and he had three tests and he, and he couldn't no, play in the I'm fourth No, but I'm saying that wasn't their philosophy at the beginning. I mean, Uz- was Usman Kawaja was in outstanding form. Uh, before the first test, then it, yeah. he should have he should have been. But picked so for the was first Marcus test. Harris. I wasn't that great. Gee, come on, Woogie. <laughs> I don't know whose side are you on. Well, are you, you on? So are you on? on Thursdays? You get to Thursday. <laughs> I'm hungry. And we have a little song competition. <laughs> we have all this stuff going on, and you have to be opposite to right. me. We're going to talk, and our hot topic going to talk about the the big fight that's being announced, Barry Hall and Sonny Bill. And I bet you for sure you're going for the opposite to me. I'm not going to tell you well, what you're going g- for. That's Radio 101. There's no point us going for the same one because there's no debate. Occasionally we can because our listeners don't always agree with us. Mm, Rooster Muzz sent us a text on 0457 736 736. Uh, Woogie and Badge, did either of you end up uh, YouTubing Steve Smith playing the guitar and singing? No, Rooster Muzz. I... Well, Woogie, that could be your song tonight at no. the end of the show. Actually, let's do Steve the songs song. now. Uh, what? Righto. This is yours. Should I stay or should I go now? A very good song, though. The Clash. Hey, um... And I reckon that's what, uh, is it Alex Hawke, the Immigration Minister? Uh, yes. He's, should he stay or should he go now? He's just got this plane in the background. He's going, what do we do? What do we do? If he stays, it will be double. I, my my yeah. song tonight has got nothing to do with anything. I, I just like the song. Small face. Oh. Stay with me. Yeah. Who's that on uh, lead vocals? That's Rod. Rockin' Rod. Small faces, Rod Stewart. I reckon you're saying, Novak, if everyone else wants you gone, you can come and stay with me. No, I'm not saying that at all. No. No. I just like the song. What do you want us to finish the show with tonight? 0457 736 736 is our text number. There was something else. Clash. Yeah, Yeah. I'm not going to argue with your song tonight, Badge. Okay. I feel a little bit humbled by your tune. Renegade's playing the stars tonight at Marvel Stadium. In BBL 11, Sydney Thunder versus the Hurricanes. That's live now. I'm tuning out again a bit because the test's on tomorrow. At Marvel. uh, Thunder chasing the Hurricanes 178. The current score has just left the screen. Every time I go to do the score, it's not on the screen anymore. Actually, I've noticed too, these games aren't on Channel 7 tonight. Thunder 3 for 92 after 8.1 overs. What's the most disgusting thing that's happened to you today? Well, you know what's happened. I'll tell you what's happened to me. Late, late, yeah, one thing last night, I took the dog for a walk after the show, 
mm-hmm. and she decides that she's going to stop on at someone's lawn to do her poo, and of course mm. you've got to pick it up. And, and I thought, no, well, jeez, oh, it's almost in the garden there, and but I see that there's someone on the veranda, the opposite, not that house, but opposite, looking at me, and I thought, oh, I've got to do the right thing. So I get the dog, the bag out, yeah. and it splits. Yeah. So you've, have you ever tried to pick up a dog poo with a split bag? It's I very do difficult. It. And then you got a, well, anyway, my left pink, my right pinky, poo all over it. Are you right, mate? Meters until I got found a bin and I found someone's tap. Oh, woogie. Badge, is this what this show? We've we've jumped the shark. Where is the (laughs) fonts? Well, I'm just thinking, what's happened to the most disgusting thing? And you know what happened to me today? What? I get the, I get, because I'm sort of, I've been tested. Yeah today for COVID. I'm waiting to find out. I get the th- I'm using this thermometer and I thought I'm the only one using this so I get my thermometer out. Up your bum. No, stick oh. it under the tongue. Don't get it mixed and up. And my wife looks, she comes out and she goes, is, is that the thermometer from over there? I went, yeah. And she went, I just had that under my armpit. Oh. That's rank. What? That's not good. That's worse than the dog poo. No, it's not. Badge, I don't pick up the dog poo. I, I figured this, right? Oof. Lawns have survived for hundreds of years with the dog dropping one on the lawn. Why do we pick it up now? On well, your I, lawn, that's okay. No. But not, a, not on someone it's else's. Fertilize, it's natural fertiliser, mate. What are we You're meant to do? Are we meant, I'm not cheering up. You I've, I've only got that. a small dog, though. I don't like have an Alsatian or whatever, but what oh, are we going to do? That blends in. But, mate, what are we going to do every time it wheeze on someone's lawn? Am I going to hose the wee off as well because it might it might kill someone's grass? People are just yes. ridiculous. You do the right thing. And I think you, if food. people are honest, you'll find that more people are like me, Batch. They don't pick up the poo. It's all part of our I ecosystem. I think you're in the minority and it's right, just well, wrong. People and are I soft. took one for the team and I had a load of finger. And that's why you don't do it. 0457-736-736. St. Boyd. He's with me. What? The Clash. Yep. Should no jab stay or should he go? Good on you, Saint Boyd. I want to ask. HD. Wait up. I want to ask the important question about dog poo. Seriously, we've gone soft. You, just leave it. You don't. I can imagine one of your neighbours. If someone does she, it, on, if it's on concrete, yes. If it's on someone's driveway, Ethel you know, would put come out and you Ethel, would pack it. Ethel likes go. me actually. I'm what very. Are you doing? I'm very popular around the pool. <laughs> in our little community. Um, yeah, do you pick it up, leave are it. Are you in the home already? <laughs> I'm trying You're living in the... <laughs> you and I qualify, you know that. Um, yeah. Barry Hall versus Sonny Bill Williams. Can't wait for this. 10 by 3 minute rounds. Who wins this? And will Australia get behind Barry Hall or SBW badge? That's our hot topic tonight. Okay. Interesting. Well, this I'm is saving be a it for fight. then. All right. Yeah, 0457. 736736. Who would you back in that fight? SBW or big, bad, bustling Barry Hall? Would love your thoughts on that. God, we've got to go to a break already. I can't believe this. No, what about, um, I want to talk to you about Justin Langer. I saw some stuff from Darren Lehman today. Yep. Who's basically said he should step down or take a back seat at the end of this summer. He's done so well. But he's, he's saying, you know, knowing Justin, he won't step aside. He, has, he said he's had, a, he's had a chat to him about it. Um, but he said if it was him, he realises himself, because he did five years there, Darren Lima, and he realises he went a year too long, um, especially trying to look after all of the, you know, the, um, the test and one-day teams and T20s. So he's saying he should get out on a high right now. Mm. 
what if that'll happen? And there's a bit of a push for um, Trevor Bayless, isn't there? Uh, there is. Yeah, there is. But I reckon, I don't know what's going to happen here. I, I think uh, if he wants to step down, let him. And he's done an amazing job. But No, I, I, don't, well, I, I don't know if he'll step down. But I don't think he will. Sounds no. like they're going to force him out. But I want to run this by Adam Collins, our uh, okay. SEN test commentator who we're chatting with soon. All right. I, in fact, we're talking to him next. Just don't get rid of him. He's on the phone, mate. I believe he's at a pub oh. in North Hobart. So we'll have a chat to Adam Collins in just a moment, get his thoughts on JL and whether he should step down after this fifth test starting tomorrow. This is Sports Day. Uh, thanks to the all-new Kia Sportage. It's been Unleashed. Back soon. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Jace here uh, Thursday night. Pretty excited. The fifth test uh, And the blokes off. next door. Don't forget to mention the blokes oh, next the door. Oh, the SEN track, guys. Mate, they're on yeah, a good run. I know so Ma- loud. Miles Fitzner, uh, Fitzner from uh, SEN track. He has backed about seven winners today in about four seconds. And he's into the night races now, oh, so you've got to be <laughs> you stop. It's, you, it's, can't, you don't win if you keep going all day and night. Oh, it's no crazy around here today. But I'll tell you what, I wish I was where Adam Collins from SEN uh, Test Cricket is. He's at the Crescent Hotel in North Hobart, overlooking the beautiful North Hobart uh, Oval. G'day, Adam. How are you, mate? I'm really well. Yeah, I did a bit of football tourism earlier. I've, I've got a bit of a thing about Hobart football grounds. I reckon they're the most beautiful grounds in Australia, so... Uh, often when I come to Hobart, I'll, I'll do the rounds and had a look down there at North Hobart where Tasmania beat Victoria in 1990, uh, where Darren Jarman kicked nine goals against Fitzroy <laughs> in 1991. Yep. Uh, and then I stumbled into the pub around the corner and couldn't be happier the day before a oh. test match. Well, mate, if you want to go to the Field of Dreams, may I add, not too far from Bell Reeve Oval is Lindisfarne, uh, where Pete Siddle, I think Pete Siddle's playing for Lindisfarne. Uh, this year. Go there, mate. It's the home of one of the greats of Tasmanian cricket. Uh, Jason Woogie Matthews made nine ducks in a row. <laughs> so head there, mate. Yes. Duly noted. Mate, the wicketkeeper used to pat up as I was going out to bat. That's how demoralising it was. So, Hey, some <laughs> some changes in the Aussie team. Uh, Kawaj is in, mm. Harris is out, and has Boland uh, passed his fitness test? Well, look, he didn't bowl this morning. He did bat this afternoon. I'm not sure whether he bowled in that second stint, but it's to be confirmed. Look, everybody knows he was jabbed up to bowl on the final day. He had that cartilage problem in his ribs. It was quite a big tumble. At the time, I was on commentary and didn't think much of it, but I suppose that's Boland's disposition to to get up and dust himself off and and go again and bowl splendidly in the second innings as well. But uh, I I suppose they'll, they'll be cautious there because if there's any niggle, they won't take him in, I'm sure. And they've got... Jai Richardson in the wings, who uh, has recovered from his own niggle, that calf injury that uh, meant that he wasn't available for Melbourne. And I suppose Michael Neese is a pretty good backup option if it, if it doesn't come off. So they've got uh, Cummins and Stark in line. You can nick them in. And that last spot to be confirmed. Well, I think it's really important, uh, Adam, that they've, they've come up with changes despite the side being so successful in this series. It sends a message out that, that you know, I think they're, they're probably a bit dirty. Would you sense that? Still a bit dirty that they didn't uh, win that that fourth test? Look, they probably are, but uh, they've done a good job of hiding it. Uh, they've sort of celebrated what it was, which was an advertisement for test cricket. I know it's a cliche, mm. but if a test goes to the final ball and it's nine down, it's a, it's a memorable test match by definition. So uh, in terms of them already having won the series in, in the space of 11 days and, and all the rest of it, it's been 
uh, a job well done and they'll come here, of course, wanting to win 4-0. But, uh, yeah, look, I think the real reference point is a year ago. A year ago, they used the same fast bowlers through the series and it backfired at Sydney, but really it backfired at Brisbane when Cummins and Stark and Hazelwood were going around for the fourth time in five weeks. And George Bailey was really mindful of that in the lead-up to this series. He he talked about the 2019 Ashes where Australia in England took that squad mentality and they used five quicks. And here they've done the same. Yep. They've actually used six fast bowlers, including Boland and Nisa and Richardson, in addition to the big three. And everything the selectors have touched have turned to gold so far, even as far as Usman Kawaja last week coming in with Travis Head having COVID and, and Kawaja rattling off a couple of glorious uh, centuries up there at the SCG and and now keeping his place. So, yeah, they've had a great series, the selectors. So whatever they say, we'll back them in. Uh, what, yeah. what about the English team, Adam? Have we heard anything about their their team selections? Nothing formal, but uh, the word on the street is uh, is wholesale changes, mostly due to injury. So Josh Butler won't play. He's gone home. He's to be replaced by Sam Billings on debut. Billings is, a, is an interesting cat, really. He's 30 years of age. He's been around a long time. He's been talked up for test selection all the way through 2021. It's his third time in the in the test squad without getting a debut. Uh, but he's played a lot of white ball cricket for England. Indeed, he made an unbeaten 118 at Old Trafford against Australia uh, in 2020 in a one-day international. And that was the test attack. That was Stark, Cummins and Hazelwood. So Billings is a serious cricketer. So if he comes in at number seven, that might mm. strengthen them, even though obviously Butler was the first choice keeper. But Billings has been in great nick in, in the Big Bash, and let's see whether that can translate through to a test match at Bell Reeve. Uh, whether they stick or twist with Haseeb Amid yet to be known, but I suppose there'll be a temptation to give this guy a break and almost take him out of the firing line. He's had six single-digit innings in a row, and look, for all of Burns' troubles in the first two test matches, he's a more seasoned, experienced player, so they might look to bring him in. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jack Leach is left out, because if Ben Stokes plays... He won't bowl. And over the last two years, whenever Ben Stokes isn't bowling, they don't like to pick a spinner. So that might change the configuration of England starting 11. It might mean that Chris Wokes come into the, comes back into the team to, to strengthen the batting at number eight. And in all probability, Ollie Robinson will also come back in. And, and that could well be at the expense of James Anderson, who, who they don't really want to bowl into the ground, uh, given that he's uh, the better part of 40 years of age. He, he's had a good series and uh, they might let him rest before getting back on the plane and, and going out to the West Indies where they continue uh, and play more test cricket in March. Adam, the um, the other side story, or big big story around it all, is that they're playing the first... Well, we've played test cricket in Hobart before, but first time an Ashes test has been played down there. Uh, what's the buzz around it? And, of course, it's a, it's a, a pink ball test, a day-nighter. It's fantastic, isn't it? I mean, it's, uh, it's overdue. I mean, I understand why it's been hard to play a test match between Australia and England in Hobart before, but it reflects the investment in that ground over the last 15 years. It's a, it's, I mean, it's not a stadium. It's still a ground, but it now holds 20,000 people. I mean, gone are the days of Bell Reeve holding 12,000 people mm. and it feeling like a, a kind of a provincial venue. That, that's not the case anymore. Uh, there have been criticism of Tasmanian crowds before when test cricket's been played here that they haven't showed up. Well, day one and day two are sold out. I wouldn't be surprised if day three ends up sold out as well if it's a competitive test match given that's a weekend on a Sunday. Uh, and if they sell out three days here of 20,000 a pop, uh, that will reflect the, the, the support that Tasmania are giving test cricket. And that'd be a great thing. And as you say, the buzz around town, you can really feel it today walking around the city. Um, the advertising's everywhere and, and people can't wait to get cracking tomorrow. 
I, I just can't wait to, to, to hear the crowd and to see what goes on because let's let's remember the Barmy Army and the Richies and, and all the other <laughs> groups of supporters, they're going to have four extra hours in the pub before the ball is bowled yeah, in the afternoon. Well, so there well, could yeah, be in any, any well, state. This is it. Well, it's starting at 3 p.m. local time. That's even for a day oh, night. Five test, it's quite late, but yeah, they've started as early as 1 p.m. at the Gabba when they've played day night test cricket there. So, yeah, they'll they'll get their fill in. Um, of course, uh, uh, many many pubs to choose from in Hobart. It's a great city Absolutely. for for drinking and carrying on. So, uh, I mean, the the, the Barmy Army is kind of a a bit of a dodgy knockoff cover band Barmy Army. This series, it's mostly. Expat student <laughs> football fans, uh, we've right. protected uh, through the series. They're they're happier about singing "Football's Coming Home" than and singing sort of antiquated <laughs> chants from the Barmy Army from seasons gone by than what we usually get when they come out in their thousands. So that's been a little bit lacking. But as you say, that the Richies will be in on day two. Uh, I'm sure they they'll have organised around Hobart and, and get in and and beyond that, there'll just be thousands and thousands of Tasmanian cricket devotees who'll view this as a landmark moment uh, in the history of their, of their state and their city. Uh, there is actually an early opener in uh, Macquarie Street, Hobart, for all the fishermen too. I think it's the Hope and Anchor. So I used to go there when I used to the do... Hope the Hope and Anchor? Yeah, I used to do that. I used to go there after I used to finish my mid-dawn shifts on radio would, in Hobart. How would you know about an early opening pub? Well, you know, I'm Mate, very surprised. I used to pop in there for one on the way home. Is this Justin Langer's last test as coach, Adam? Great question. It's the $64,000 question, really, isn't it? I mean, Pat Cummins wasn't conclusive in his answer about this after the Melbourne Test match. There's obviously been a lot of talk about Trevor Bayliss, and understandably, Trevor Bayliss was the coach who, who oversaw the New South Wales team when the majority of this core group of senior players were coming through. They obviously have a huge amount of affection and respect for Bayliss, but the experience of Bayliss in, in England, and look, I live in the UK and, and cover the England team most of the year, has been that he was excellent with the white ball team, but their red ball returns under his tutelage weren't weren't impressive. So on that basis, I wonder whether they might look at splitting the role and having Bayless look after the the 50 over and the 20 over team, and that mm. might be a world where Langer can stay on as the test coach. And I mean, Darren Lehman has been in the media this week making the observation that four years as the full time coach, when you're outside of your own bed for 300 plus nights per year doing all three formats. It's an incredibly taxing existence, and you're very much in that bubble. So, yeah, I'll be I'll be interested to see whether they do split the job. Uh, that that looks like the most likely scenario. And look, whether it's Langer sticking on or otherwise, uh, soon to be seen. That they said they'll make a decision by June, but I think we'll know uh, in a couple of weeks in reality. And as um, as Darren, we talked about this a little bit earlier on. As Darren Lehman said as well, um, he, he can't really see Justin Langer stepping aside. Although that's probably the right thing to do. Um, very proud person, and, and I think he's done a stellar job. So mm. unfortunately, they might have to give him a bit of a nudge. I'd like to see him stay. I've, uh, I've said that before, but they might just have to give him a nudge. Or that that solution of yours, Adam, would be outstanding mm. with him and Baylor sharing the role. Well, look, the, 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 the truth of the matter is is that we don't know what the players think. We know what the players thought four or five months ago because they were leaking like a sieve that team in in Bangladesh and the West Indies when they were playing those white ball series. There were myriad stories about Langer and, of course, there was that um, the, the peace and love camp in, in Queensland before that series and that was all leaked out as well. So it's reasonable to conclude that for a decent whack of the year, they didn't want him to be the coach, at least a, a significant number of players. Otherwise, those stories just wouldn't have been circulating. Mm. So the, the question is whether they have, as a team and as a dressing room, 
felt as though what they didn't like about Langer has changed. And that's very hard to tell from the outside looking in, even more so during COVID, because the fact of the matter is we just don't get to speak to the players anymore because they're all bubbled. You go back a couple of years, we're kind of at least in their in their world a little bit. But, but now as journalists, we're, we're one removed because it's impossible to have those one-to-one relationships with players, uh, which we had before, before COVID. Yeah. All right, mate. Listen, uh, great to catch up with you again. Before you get back to your, your pot of Cascade draft, uh, the locals in the Crescent <laughs> Hotel there in North Hobart, what, what are they saying about the weather for the next five days? Look, it, it, it was sunny half an hour ago. It's cloudy now. There's been no rain today apart from a brief shower this morning. Uh, there's chat that it might rain a bit tomorrow, but it gets better from day two onwards. But, I mean, Hobart isn't a city where rain's a major factor over the years with Test cricket here. I'm going to back it in. Uh, we've been fairly pessimistic about the weather forecast throughout the series. And in only really Sydney did we experience any major rain and we only lost 50 overs through the whole test match. So, yeah. um, look, if they lose a session, let's not worry. They'll have plenty of time on what looks to be a fairly sporting surface. So uh, it, it should uh, it should be the preconditions for a great week here at Hobart. All right, Adam. Appreciate your time again. Beautiful. Adam Collins, SEN Test Commentator. Look forward to your call over the next five days. Thanks for your time on Sports Day. Thanks, fellas. This is Sports Day. Can't wait for the cricket tomorrow, Badge. Thanks. Oh, you Can't... know what I'd do if I was Adam? What? I'd hang around the uh, the Aussie team hotel tonight. Yep. And if they're all, you can hear them all singing Kumbaya, you know Justin Lang is going to be around for a few more years. <laughs> all right. Is that it? That's You've got a lot team. of love in that team. Yeah, oh, absolutely. For the coach. Yeah, yeah. The all-new Kia so. Sportage has been unleashed. If I was Adam... I'll be getting to Muir's Lower Deck uh, tonight for a uh, fisherman's <laughs> You're bar. just all about pubs. Mate. Muir's Lower Deck. Yeah, Is that it's not a restaurant? A pub. It's a restaurant. It's that fish restaurant. It's talking to Hills about Licensed? Licensed? Ah, yes, of course it oh, is. Oh, of course it is. Yeah. It's a fancy fish and chip shop. It's oh, oh, the good. fisherman's basket. Outstanding. What about the scallops? Got to have the scallops. The scallops are great. Do you have it with the row on? Oh, I love the row on. Nice. Yeah. You've got to get that as well. You're killing millions of fish every time you do that. but That mm. doesn't matter. Uh, this is Sports Day. I think I've covered off on that. Uh, back soon. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats for Kia. The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. Welcome back to Sports Day. Badge and Jace here for your Thursday night, just helping Badge out with some uh, technology. Well, you, your instructions are disgraceful. I mean, uh, he said, <sighs> have you got the cricket app? I went, what? The cricket? It's just called the cricket. Oh, yeah, something like it's that. It's a Cricket Australia app, mate. Come on. Well, that's it. You didn't mention that. You just said the cricket app. I'm busy. It could be anything. I'm doing a lot. Uh, oh, like too busy just to be helpful. Yes, correct. Hot and topic time. Me. No, I'm not. I'm not. No, mate, sorry. I'm not. I'm, I shouldn't have done that. I'm not bagging you. I'm very, very sorry. Hot topic time <laughs> <laughs> on Sports Day. Actually, we're going to get the hot topic in uh, just one moment. Um, there's some stuff going on in the crickets. Uh, it looked like the Thunder were cruising in the cricket, but now the Hurricanes have hit back. Thunder is six for 121 after 14 overs. McAndrew, 10 not out, and Holt, 9 off 11 balls. Uh, looking online, yeah, the Hurricanes are now the, the favourites. So, hot topic do, time. Shop do on. I let, does you, I let Cricket Australia track me? That's asking me questions now. Sure. I'm downloading this. Okay. Uh, shop online and, and give them your credit card details. It's too. cool. Yeah, it's cool. How have they yeah. spelled Australia, by the way? Stork. A-S-T-R-A-Y-A. Australia. Shop online and in-store barbecues galore. The range, the price, the knowledge. Now you're cooking. Hot topic time. Yeah, We're going to talk about Barry Hall and Sonny Bill Williams. This 10 by 3 minute round fight that's coming up on March 23. 
This is Big Badge, and the reason why this fight's been announced today, because um, Stan, you know that TV app, which is owned by Channel 9, that is now, they're now doing live on demand, so a bit like uh, main event. Can I get it? Anyone can. I don't know the okay. details of it, and this is not an ad for Stan, by the way, but this is what they, they're using this fight to launch their service. So uh, a bit of, op- <laughs> bit of opposition to, to main event. Badge. Barry Hall Sorry, versus I'm... Sonny Bill Williams. Who wins this fight over 10 by three-minute rounds? That's huge. That's like pro rounds. I'm going to ask Stan. Does he like... Are you participating? Does he like Siri? Not? Okay, I'm back. Oh, um, now, I don't know who's going to win this, but Sonny, Sonny Bill's got a lot more fights under his belt. Hasn't fought for a while. Barry's had a couple, and he went... That was a six-rounder with Gal. Were they two or three-minute rounds? I think it was three, was it? Was it? Was it? No, two. It ended up being two. Either way, ten three-minute rounds is uh, is dead set. That's a that's a marathon, as far as boxing goes. And if you if you're not super fit, yeah, you okay. might have to go. Well, Mark from Tamora, listening on Two LF, reckons Big Bad Barry will put Sonny Bill on his backside inside four rounds. Mm. Does that mean he wins, or he just puts him on his backside? Because I reckon <laughs> he'll come out swinging. I mean, and you've got to think about it. If if you know you're not gonna, if you're if you're not a great chance of you know being super fit and lasting ten rounds. You've got to come out swinging, haven't you? Yeah. I reckon he'll win. I, I, the performance, everyone said that he won that fight against Gow. I mean, it was mm. it was a draw, but a lot a of people said Barry Hall won that fight, not Did Paul they? Gow didn't. Gow reckons it, he no. won it. So, I, I, I get, not who's going to win that fight. Who do you reckon Australia will go for? Will we? Do we like Barry Hall or do we like Sonny Bill Williams, the, the Kiwi Sonny Bill Williams? Oh. More. Oh, I, I want Barry. Or is it AFL versus NRL rugby and oh, rugby? Not really more rugby. Yeah. Could be. I'm a I'm I'm a Barry fan. Played for the Swans, so I'll be in big ba- bad bustling Barry Hall's corner. What is do you he think? When you when you started going for him? Oh four five seven seven three six seven three six. Recently retired, eh? Yeah, okay. only a couple of years ago, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. <laughs> oh, that story never gets old, does it? No, it doesn't. Um, tell us what you think. Other stuff too, Badge. Um, uh, some people uh, talking about you and sticking your finger in your, your dog's droppings. Yeah, it wasn't but, oh, inside on, my mate. dog, but from St. Boyd says, he, he knows a bloke that went to help his dog up a six-foot dry creek bank, and as he pushed his bottom to... We know what's happening. No, here. no, no. As he no. pushed his bottom... People are having dinner. I can't mention what happened to his finger there. Um, same result, not quite the same result as me. I, I didn't have that much on it. Okay, and Woogie, when you say that much you, on it, you mean dog? You saying about you don't even pick up your dogs? I poo, don't. I don't because you've got. Well, a it's not me. Poodle. It's a friend. Fella, seriously, if it's your dog and your dog's poo, you should pick it up. Not only is it rude, it's actually an offence in the majority of councils not to pick it up, Woogie. You're on wanted lists all over. Councils. By the way, great um, show. Thanks, Dave. Dave from Carlingford. Yeah, but how did we survive for hundreds of years of just letting it sit there? It's, it's, it's God's fertilizer. People picked it up even then. They, they did. Walked around. Everyone there was none of those bags, there. mate. What they pick it up with? Everyone had a shovel. <laughs> hey, yeah. There were some some horses on on a beach near me recently, and yeah. a lady complained on the local whatever website that. The horses had done a poo while they were galloping up the beach. Stopped them, stopped the girl, the rider, and said, "You got to pick it up." And like, and then everyone got on and said, "Hey, you're kidding yourself." Horses on a beach, and it, it, what do you what do you do? How do you how do you pick that up? Yeah, what do you well, carry with you. 
Well, uh, Mickey G. Well, Mickey G. From Woodbury agrees with me. He says, "P.S. I'm with you, Jace. Horse riders don't pick up the poop. Why should I no. pick it up for my tiny dog? It's fertilizer. People, calm down. Horse, horse stuff is more so than dog. Okay, okay. So, so are we? Are we going to now start washing the wee off grass of our animals? No, no, we're not. Now you're being silly. How would you go if it was all over your yard, Woogie? What do you mean all Someone over? Someone else's dog. Poop. What do you mean all over? My dog's well, not well, you know, throwing you said, it around. No, but other dogs. If other dogs walk past and, you know, they're allowed to leave it and you've come out and you've got one day you've got Alsatians <laughs> and Greyhounds and everything. They've A all buffet. Done their bit of stuff on your lawn. Are you going to be okay as you go to mow the lawn? Have yeah. you ever mowed a lawn that's yes. hit the dog poo? Mate, that's what I do. I don't it's even pick it up. wrong. I just mow it. Oh, this time I get to it, it's all dry. Oh, great. All right. Everyone calm down. Stop doing the right thing all the time. Red Sun from Casarina says, what do you call a man with a broken vacuum cleaner and a very itchy crotch? I don't know. Novak's jockey itch. Topical. Well, he's being very creative there, isn't he? Very good. (laughs) Better than your last laugh. You've got to clap for that, and my last laughs have been outstanding. This is Sports Day. Uh, The all-new Kia Sportage has been unleashed. I've got to go to a break. Don't Uh, forget to vote for my song. Yeah, right. We'll get to that in a moment. Uh, We've got our mate Chris Nelson standing by with a Magic Millions update next. Got something to say? Text us anytime. 0457 736 736. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Now on Sports Day, time for a Racing Queensland update with Chris Nelson. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived. Gamble responsibly. Call 1800 858 858. I uh, just want to put this into footy terms, if I may, for a moment, Chris Nelson. Is this like your grand final, uh, Magic Millions? For racing Queensland? Well, it probably is. I mean, the winter carnival, Jace, is uh, pretty big with the Stradbroke, of course, and the uh, and the Derby and the Oaks and all of those uh, time-honoured races. But, yeah, I don't know, this time of the year, the summer, the, the fact that it's on the Gold Coast, it, it is a bit like that. So I'd say I've got two grand finals, Stradbroke Day and Magic Millions Day, and uh, they're a little bit hard to split, but... I get two grand finals. There's a lot of people out there that only That's get right. one and sometimes none. Well, ask yeah. ask how that went, Collingwood and St Kilda. Wasn't it the last replay of a grand final in the A? Yeah, yeah, I think it was, actually. Go. Yeah, you got a good memory for a, for, I can't for even a remember. person. I, I can't even remember my own name sometimes, but there you go. And, uh, <laughs> mate, the socialising, have you done plenty of that this week? No, because I've been um, I've been in Brisbane doing radio shows, etc. So I haven't <laughs> been down to the Gold Coast as yet. So, you know... Some of us are working while some of us are having a, uh, a good time. So good luck to the people having the good time and hopefully I can join them soon. How's it looking for Magic Millions Saturday at the Gold Coast Turf Club? Well, the weather forecast is about 30 degrees, sunny. The track will be good, nothing like last week. So once again, Magic Millions Day seems to strike gold. It never, ever rains no. on Magic Millions Day. Maybe late. I think last year we might have had a late shower or the year before. But uh, they generally get a really good day, and, and this Saturday will be no different. So be a cracking atmosphere out there on a warm day, Jase. Well, you'll be fine, mate. You won't get wet, and you'll be cool in your corporate suite, no doubt. Now, listen, uh, have you got any tips for us? Uh, look, it's a tough day. It's always the toughest. It's probably tougher than Stradbroke Derby Day. So I'll go with race five, number 14, Isotope. Uh, for Tony Gollan and Ryan Maloney, I think she can uh, return a winner. She was supposed to run a couple of weeks ago, but scratched due to the heavy track. She's had a jump out since, and it was very, very good. So she's 
the best for me on a tough day. Race eight, number six, Starman, the three-year-old guineas. I think we can back him each way with J-Mac to ride. And the big one, the uh, the two-year-old classic, the Magic Millions two-year-old. Look, obviously, uh, Cool and Gatter's the horse to beat. She's done nothing wrong. She was good winning at Dooman. But 13, Barrier. Barrier 13, that's a bit yeah, wide, isn't it? Yeah, and you would know that because you back, backed one last year <laughs> from a wide gate and paid the price. So, uh, look, Golden Artie, he's a $21 shot. He's a gold coaster. I think he could do worse and have a few dollars on him. So race seven, number five at the big odds to uh, hopefully upset the favourite. He'll be hard to beat. I'm not knocking her. What's uh, Russian? Russian, uh, what's that horse in that race? Is there a Russian Conquest? Horse? Yeah. Russian Conquest is the second favourite. Mm. And, uh, yes, the people out there that do their speed maps, it is the horse that maps really, really well. So uh, the right stable, Team Snowden, they've trained uh, many, many uh, Many, many big race winners, including Capitalist, a few years ago to win this race. So certainly wouldn't be knocking Russian Conquest. It's in my top three for sure. Well, that's my tip. Considering I didn't know its bloody name, that's uh, my tip uh, for the Magic Millions. <laughs> we had half, right? Russian. Yeah, I knew it was Russian something. Uh, Russian Conquest. There you have it. Uh, which one do you like yep. again? Uh, just for that? You're, you're sticking oh, with Cool and Gatter. I'm throwing a few dollars each. Yeah, but I'm throwing a few dollars each way, Golden Arty. All right. Okay. There you have it. Magic Millions Day. It's going to be a biggie on Saturday. The Tab Queensland Summer Racing Carnival has arrived in a big way. Head to queenslandsummercarnival.com.au. Gamble responsibly too. Call 1-800-858-858. Thanks, mate. Hey, listen, we'll catch you Monday uh, in the middle of the day. We're doing, uh, Badge and I are doing Sports Day at lunchtime. Can you believe it? The bosses are going no, nuts. I can't believe it. The bosses have gone nuts. Huh? What's the reason for that? Oh, this, I think more people want to hear us. I don't know. No, no one else could work, so they've got us. <laughs> well, I'll have to check my availability, but I'm sure I'll uh, uh, find time for you. You'll be available. Don't worry about it. You're not doing anything. All right, <laughs> yeah, mate. you're right. I will be. <laughs> Catch you Monday. See ya. Stuff for your face and body? It's men's skincare with a purpose. Top quality Aussie-made grooming and skincare to help guys look and feel great with no hassles. Plus, Stuff is helping mental health too. Find Stuff at Woolworths or visit websiteofstuff.com.